we'll move on to our next presentation, which is going to be by Mike Higginbotham, who's um, out from Franklin um, to spend some time here in the Bay Area. Um, he's a senior planner for EVs and sports cars um, in, in Franklin. He's been with the company for eight years, but he's actually been on leave since the, since the launch. And so um, he's going to, if, if any of you, probably most of you, remember Mark Perry. Um, so Mike worked quite closely with Mark Perry, um, and so he's kind of taken over that mantle on the leaf of what Mark was doing um, earlier on. So um, let's bring him up, and he's going to talk about how um, he takes feedback from owners like us and incorporates things into products. How's everybody? Let <laughs> me talk about the product a little bit. Um, like he said, my name's Mike Higginbotham. Um, I, I work uh, in the product planning department, have been for three years. Uh, since the LEAF launch, I work on uh, three different vehicles. Our, our group split up into uh, different sections. Uh, each planner in the group has a different uh, program. I um, am in charge of LEAF, uh, 370Z, and GTR. So uh, a little bit of wide range of vehicles there, but uh, if you think about it, from a customer perspective, each one of those vehicles kind of has a unique uh, buyer. Uh, someone who um, needs something specific out of the vehicle. Um, so it, it's, it translates a little bit, even though one is $105,000 and the other <laughs> is around $30,000. So um, very interesting job. Um, product planning uh, at Nissan, we work, uh, we're kind of the hub between, um, it's a regional position where we work with R&D, manufacturing, sales and marketing, program management, legal, um, uh, the web web group, in, pretty much everyone in Nissan, uh, we're the experts on the product. They come through us. Um, but our main goal is to um, communicate uh, a customers' uh, wants and needs through our vehicles. So wh what I do is after um, uh, research, advanced planning, get done with the vehicle, it comes to product planning, and then we carry the vehicle through its life cycle. Uh, listening to customer feedback and translating that to um, different product attributes or whatever the customer might need. So just a, a brief overview here, and then uh, we'll start to talk about how uh, the Bay Leafs have helped with uh, the new product, the Mod Year 13. So I, I wish I was here a few months ago. I could have uh, discussed the Mod Year 13 as it was fresh. I've got some, some uh, a little more in-depth stuff here. Um, to go over, but hopefully we can start in uh, communication and uh, maybe each model year uh, prior to launch we can discuss um, how everything's going, what's new for the model year, and, and how we'll move forward. So just to start off, it's been a really big year for Nissan. Well, the last two and a half, three years have been big for the Nissan LEAF. Uh, in particular, this uh, last year we've made a lot of big changes in the organization, big changes in the car that hopefully uh, will help push us to... Uh, move from our early adopter groups to um, the pragmatic majority who don't really know a lot about the, the electric vehicles and the LEAF, um, but we want to bring in new, new people to, to join the family. So uh, this year we started manufacturing the LEAF in uh, Smyrna, Tennessee. This mentioned, uh, uh, Greg mentioned that. Uh, big deal for us. We've got a battery plant up and running now. Um, so it's a, it's a really a big opportunity for us to, to make, make it here in the United States and sell throughout North America. 
So we'll be, um, we have three manufacturing plants now, and uh, one in Europe, one in Japan, and one in the U.S., all building uh, the same product. Um, we've revised our, our LEAF team um, this year, um, starting in April, I think. We've, we've added the new global sales team. Uh, he mentioned Billy Hayes. He's in charge of that, but Billy is um, here to help us break down barriers and to push LEAF even further. Um, and his group will help, help help us align each region, uh, Europe, Japan, and the United States, or in North America, uh, to make that a global vision. Uh, we now have a dedicated infrastructure team. So before our, our marketing team handled uh, infrastructure and marketing of the vehicle, they've uh, taken those two groups apart, and we have one group dedicated solely to improving the charging infrastructure across the United States. So I know uh, I was just looking at uh, San Francisco, I think, has um, the most quick chargers uh, in, the, in the country right now. So the infrastructure here is very good. And I think Nashville may be the leaf-to-charger ratio may be a little better, but we don't have as many quick chargers. So, um, you know, we, of course, we have a lot of employees that drive uh, Nissan Leafs, too. So a lot of those on the road. Um, so our marketing sales team's out there a lot more now. And we, our executive team has shown an, a huge commitment to this vehicle. Um, it's a, almost every week that we're on the executive floor talking to our, uh, our regional SVPs and all the way up to our, our uh, CEO about LEAF's condition and how we can push it through to the marketplace and grow what we've already uh, set, in, set in motion here. Right now, sales are at record highs. I don't know if you, everyone's been watching, but uh, we're really excited. We launched the Mod Year 13. Sales have really taken off. We hope to keep that momentum going uh, through product enhancements, through sales, infrastructure, and all of those. Um, we've introduced a new, new customer stuff. We, we've introduced a new state of health warranty just recently. That was a big win for us, too, um, hopefully for everyone here. Um, you'll, you'll see that uh, roll out here in the near future. So you have to excuse my uh, stock pictures here. I don't know who these people are, but uh, these... <laughs> This is representative of the, the customers that we're seeing. This is an average, of course, of uh, the age and who we're seeing the buyers are. Um, but we're seeing the average age of uh, the uh, buyer come down a little bit. More females are buying. It was skewed uh, more to the male side when we first launched. And the, the average household income, this is a combined household income, is coming down. So we're seeing more, more people uh, become acceptance of the vehicle. Uh, we're making a movement from an early adopter to um, uh, maybe a, a little bit further down the curve towards the pragmatic uh, public. So we're really seeing a change, especially with the Modier 13 LEAF, um, and I think we can see that in our sales. Right now, we're, this, this data is a little bit old, um, so we, we're really close to 30,000, if not more, uh, in the U.S. here. So um, a third of that maybe in the last few months. Um, so it's really taken off. We've gone through some, some bumpy roads over the last few uh, couple years since uh, 2010. But um, we're really making some big strides now. So before I go into this, I want to see if anyone recognizes. I hope you do. Because this Mark Perry sent this to me, I don't know how long ago this um, Prior to Mod Year 13 launch, very early on in Mod Year 12s, this was a, a presentation put together by this group, I guess um, our CVE came 
and Mark Perry came to, to talk with your group, and this is what the feedback was. And honestly, this presentation here um, was passed around the organization and used um, many, many times as support for to get product changes in the in the vehicle. So, and I think that's that's the big reason why I'm here. I want to, you know, put this to you guys again. You've been on the road for uh, another couple years now. Uh, you're our biggest advocates, um, and you're you're there every day. So any anything that you're seeing from the industry, product improvements, things that you feel that we've missed, things that you feel we've done well, uh, we'd like to hear that again. So I know uh, since Mark happily retired um, almost a year ago, the communication's been a little bit broken, but I think we're, we're getting everything reorganized and back again. So we'd, we'd like to continue um, the dialogue. So what, what I wanted to show you, though, is, is just we'll quickly buzz through this, your suggestions, and then a presentation that I gave afterwards not uh, of what really happened in the car. So charging-related, driver experience, climate control, car wings, instrument displays, interior, exterior, and other. So all of these things here, I think you might see, most of the things here you might see in the Model Year 13 vehicle. State of charge, 6.6 uh, .6 kilowatt charger, built-in light and lock, uh, charge time and EVSC, smaller, more portable. Um, of course, we'd all love this. Uh, provide options for a larger pack with increased range. Um, battery health reports, uh, state of charge meter. All of these things here, even to the air condition, the layout of the buttons here. Um, let me show you what give you a little detail on what we've done in the 13 model. Kind of ties into this. So, so we added more options. We have an S-grade option now in the vehicle. It's a low-priced, non-navigation uh, car. So for those of you who know where your charging stations are, um, this might work for you. And we're seeing this, this, actually, this vehicle right here is a heavy seller. It's a lot of people are buying it. Um, and it, it probably more than what we thought we would. More interior options. You asked for more interior options. We have a leather interior now. We have a black interior. I know one of the slides showed that there was a, a glare from the uh, dash pad on the on to the uh, to the window. But with the black interior, it, it brings that down a little bit. Um, our 6.6 .6 kilowatt onboard charger. I know that was a big want from the very beginning. And I think that's this one. And for for owners like you. We can see this as a huge win. This really is kind of a game changer for this car. But for the, for the general public, they don't really see that. So we, we've been trying to work on our communication, but charging the card in three and a half to four hours from, from zero is a big improvement. That means that you know, it's not overnight now, and that you can come home for lunch and you're half charged and you can fill up and be on your way. The hybrid heater system. Actually, how many uh, Model Year 13 owners do we have in the room? So only a few. Okay, so model year 11 and 12 owners, be nice. This is what <laughs> you guys asked. This is what we've done. So, you know, um, please visit, visit your local dealer. Talk to Jeannie here. We'll, uh, <laughs> we will happily put you in a model year 13. We have a good trade-up option. <laughs> we have plenty of good options. And, and that's one thing about the, uh, the vehicle. Our, uh, we're around 80, 90% lease. I'm, I think it's around 82% lease right now. So we're seeing a lot of people lease. We've got a great lease deal out there. Um, 
so people are coming in. They're they're going for a 24 to 36 month lease because they I think they see that we're going to continue uh, improvements on this vehicle. But six uh, hybrid heater system was next. Uh, it's a heat pump system. I hadn't experienced it before I got in this car, and I'm telling you, the thing is quick. I mean, 30 seconds from cold to hot, and it's it it actually in cold weather situations increases your range 20 to 30 percent. So really efficient, uh, really good uh, add there. Uh, brake mode, which is a um, third drive mode. We've taken the eco button. Or, sorry, the eco was here in the, in the center um, prindle. We put it on the steering wheel. And we've added a B mode, which is a, a deceleration, a, a higher regenerative braking when you're decelerating. Foot off the gas, slows you down a little bit more. Um, going down a hill, it helps with that. Um, the display audio is for the non-navigation. It still has USB, still has your, four, your speakers there, so really good uh, audio system. Charge port, light and lock, and I key release. I know this was a big request, and I've even seen... Um, the, the little parties that, that the, the parties that, that have been conducted here where the they would wire in uh, or, or was that was for the horn we're still working on the horn by the way uh, <laughs> the, but the lights that they put on I mean, it was hard to see to plug in the gun um, so this is a really good ad when you open the, the charge port the light comes on um, actually when you plug in the gun it locks there's a setting inside the car so no one can come in and plug you um, and also you can release it with your eye key Added a new wheel, actually two new wheels. We have a steel wheel and a 17-inch really nice-looking wheel. Um, some premium features, bows and eight, uh, a round-view monitor. They're on a premium package. You can get those. We didn't put them standard, but they're available as a package. Leather-wrapped, heated steering wheel, hill start assist, and a couple new colors. Um, we just talked about this. Big win for the car. One hour gives you about 25 uh, miles of range. Uh, two hours, 50. Of course, these are estimations. Um, but you can see how this is a benefit versus Mod Year 12 and 11s, or the, I'm sorry, versus the 3.3 kilowatt altogether. In fact, you can still get the 3.3 on the S grade. Uh, so if you wanted just uh, an electric vehicle, bare bones, this is what you get. Some people are very good with that, and it's it's a big seller right now. Um, this is a little picture of the uh, charge port lock and the light. An I key release on inside the car and outside the car. Uh, there, the auto lock has got a, a button uh, here. It's a three setting feature that you can put it on off, um, and then it won't lock your gun in. It, and then it has an auto. You plug it in. It starts charging. When it's done charging, it unlocks. So the next person can come along and they see your lights are off and take it. And then there's don't touch my gun lock mode. So <laughs> it locks it in. Um, pretty neat feature, though. Is that displayed somehow on a button there, or how do you know? Uh, no, it's actually just a toggle button, and it's it's up to the user what setting it's on. I'm sorry. How would you know which setting you're on? You wouldn't, unless you looked inside the car. Oh, I'm saying where in the car do you see? Oh, oh, it's right here. It's like a toggle button right there. Oh, you mean it toggles back? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a hard button. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's a hard button in this area down here, right by your heated steering wheel button. Yep. Um, you know, we learned a lot, too, from 11s and 12s. We're still learning. Uh, we're collecting data. The Global Data Center is, is every day collecting data from our drivers to improve the vehicle. 
we've actually have the same battery pack. It's reconstructed a little bit since we uh, when we came to Smyrna, we had the opportunity to re-engineer most a lot of the car. So the car, it's lighter. The entire car is lighter, but it we've added we changed things like it has steel doors now, has a steel uh, hood, but it's actually a lighter car. Um, but that's due to the reconstruction. We've taken the onboard charger, we moved to the front, and the uh, motor and everything sits in the front of the car. With the neat thing, I, I thought the, the engineers really looked at the regenerative braking, um, the aerodynamics, and all of these things and how they work towards range. Um, and I think the EPA range on our Model 11s and 12s were 73 miles. Um, the sticker now shows 75 by the EPA, but the actual number is 84. I don't know if, if, if you, everyone's followed that. So the EPA is learning just like us, and they're rating our vehicle uh, based on 100% and 80% charge modes. So how far can you go if you charge to 80 based on that and how charge? And they average the two to 90%, which I don't know if any of you are able to charge to 90%. If you are, please tell me how. Uh, but, yeah. So it's it's a little confusing, but you know we're working through that. Um, but we went from we gained about 11 miles of range just by uh, looking at these the heat pump, the energy management was a big thing, the aerodynamics, the honeycomb grill in the front. We just closed off a little bit of it, improved the aerodynamics by 0.01 um, coefficient of drag. So now it's a little bit better. Helps with range, you know. And then the um, the regenerative braking works in a right, uh, wider range when you're in eco mode, captures more energy. Of course, low friction brake caliper, uh, less friction whenever you're driving, so helps with the range. Little tweaks, but got a pretty big uh, jump in range. You'd be using the same battery. A little bit different battery chemistry from 11s and 12s, but overall 24 kilowatt hour battery, same car. Um, we already went through here. Oh, sun visor extensions and rear visibility are two big things. This sun visor extension thing was uh, was tough. I mean, we, we worked pretty hard to get that. And it was in, and it was out, it was in, and it was out. And we finally got it in. We said, people need this, you know. And the the day that they told me that they couldn't do it, obviously did, was I was in Arizona at our test center, and I was driving a, a Leaf. And, man, it was 100 and whatever on the ground, and the sun was just, you know, right here in my face, and that sun visor just didn't do it. So just the little things. And then uh, we the... Regulation on the rear headrest, um, we changed the design, slowed back with 30 millimeter, changed to open up that back a little bit. So that there is a regulation on the height and how, where they have to be. So our engineers worked through this design just to help with that. Um, packaging of it. So we moved the onboard charger to the front of the vehicle. Um, if you haven't had a chance to look at the uh, engine compartment of the 12s and the versus the 13, you can see there's quite a bit of difference. The 12s look like an, uh, a valve cover from an inline four or something. You know, when you open it, people, this is an engine. But no, we, we changed the packaging a little bit. We have a larger cover that looks more, I guess, um, non-ICE-ish. And uh, <laughs> we moved all of it right to the front of the vehicle. So uh, from a manufacturing standpoint, it makes it much easier to just build that unit and drop it in the car. So it helped us, uh, and you don't have any high voltage cable running from the front to the back. Opens up the back a little bit more um, between the strut towers, added just a, a little bit of extra space back there. If you get the Bose option, it takes up that space. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's, that's Bose first um, 
That's their first attempt at a, an exposed waveguide box. So they're very proud of that. Sounds great. Uh, car's so quiet. And I, I'm assuming you have the premium package. So it's good, it's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I might have a picture of it. Yes, there it is right there. So up in the top corner, it sits right there. Let's see. Um, the IT system has been changed a little bit. Of course, um, the HMI on our, um, our, our system is sometimes a little bit confusing, so we've rearranged a few things, um, added some features. Long life mode uh, was changed, and, and the screen up here on the top, you can set it from a different point in the menu. And then um, variable preheat and cool temperature setting. Um, 11s and 12s were set, and I don't know if you've experienced it out here, cold, colder weather, hotter weather, the cabin just didn't get hot enough or cool enough. It's at like, um, I can't even remember, 73 or something like 75. 78. Oh, 70, somewhere in between 73 and 78. It's in there. But it's not hot or cool enough. So what we added the variable temperature setting so you can go in and set your own temperature whenever it preheats and pre-cools. It can be frigid and before you start your, your long drive. Um, eco route, um, it, it works on... Um, the eco route itself just looks at non-highway driving. So it says, here's, here's route one, straight down the highway. You're going to use this much energy. We're working on it. And the eco route takes you maybe around the highway to help save that, maximize that energy that you have. Uh, charging station information, um, we're working on it constantly. Google local search was added to the car, Pandora link for your iPhones. Um, sorry, Androids, uh, we're still working on that. Uh, <laughs> and iPod cover art. So um, we're working on a lot of things. Uh, I guess um, the point is that most of these things here were suggested by your group prior. So thank you, and, you know, it's, it's good. Thank you very much.